I'm going to tell you something. This 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 Obama character is showing everybody what low character in high office is all about. This spike in a football two days in a row, now actually three over getting bin Laden. There's only one guy. There's only one guy who said we shouldn't go get bin Laden. You know who it was? It was Biden. Vice President Biden. I have the story. It was an ABC News story, and it's from... uh, January 30th of 2012, Joe Biden advised against the Osama bin Laden raid. Not Mitt Romney, not John McCain, not Jimmy Carter, not anybody, but Joe Biden is the only guy that said, don't go get bin Laden. And Obama's out there ticking everybody off with this. So, you know, we are our choices, folks. Barack Hussein Obama chose to figuratively parade Osama bin Laden's dead body around the public square in an attempt to bring singular glory to himself. How pathetic. The guy they had to drag off the golf course. Look at the UK Daily Mail. There's all kinds of uh, blog stories today, internet stories, with the picture of that great group of courageous heroes in the Situation Room watching the raid take place. The only person in that room who looks like she's even emotionally involved at all is Mrs. Clinton. She got her mouth covered by her hand. Her eyes are wide open. It's almost like she saw Bill come home at 6 o'clock at night for the first time in a long time. She can't believe it. Everybody else is just sitting there staring at Obama is slumped down. He's, he's sitting lower in his chair than anybody in the room. They hustled him in from the golf course. They put a uh, I'm President jacket on him. He's got his white golf shirt buttoned up to the top underneath it. And he's looking there. And um, as they said, yes, Mr. President, yeah, this is a video feed of a military operation taking place that Mr. McRaven authorized two weeks ago that uh, we decided to just go ahead and do it, is what that picture looks like. And this is Obama's kickoff to his campaign for re-election. Now, there is no better way to illustrate an utter lack of judgment and character than how the president is behaving. This is shameful. I mean, if, and, for, and for two, what is it, maybe three days in a row now, suggesting that Romney would not have had the guts to pull the trigger and lying, well, taking as out of context as possible, Romney's comments about getting bin Laden versus the entire war on terror. A decade of courage, sacrifice, cooperation, coordination, investigation, brains and discipline on the part of the U.S. military, the special ops, the CIA interrogators, the entire intelligence community has been exploited now for the personal gain of one small man who had the easiest job in this long chain of command. Of all the people involved in the war on terror, which this president was totally opposed to as a senator, This one guy had the easiest job of all of the people in this chain. 
from the boots on the ground to the intel people to um, uh, the CIA interrogators, you know, it's arguable. Had Obama's policies regarding interrogation at Guantanamo Bay or at at, uh, CIA black sites, secret prisons, had Obama's policies not been, or had, had Obama's policies been in force, we may not have ever gotten bin Laden. That's the real irony here. There was one man, there was a courier, one person who carried messages to and from Osama bin Laden from that luxurious hideout in Pakistan. The identity of that courier was uncovered by CIA interrogators using enhanced techniques opposed by Obama. It wasn't waterboarding. I don't know what the techniques were. Had it not been for the policies put in place by Bush Cheney, and by the way, it's impossible to talk about this honestly and not have it sound political. I am doing my best to have this not sound political. But the Bush-Cheney policies of enhanced interrogation and and, and the conduct of the war on terror in general led to the identity of the courier and his location, which led to Obama's location, Osama's location. And if Obama's policies had been in place, that was an honest, uh, what are you, faux pas, Freudian, whatever. If Obama's policies, as articulated during the Iraq war, all of his opposition to uh, Petraeus, his opposition to enhanced techniques, uh, interrogation, his opposition to... Had his policies been in place, we would not probably have gotten bin Laden. That's the irony here. So the guy with the easiest job and the least qualified in any room he walks into is now beating his chest and spiking the football and furthermore, and, and criticizing the very policies that he opposed. And now running around and saying that Romney is gutless and wouldn't have had the guts to pull the trigger had he been in Obama. Who in the world? And furthermore, do you think, got a great story here, by the way, ABC News, a Republican focus group, a Democrat focus group organization went out and talked to Walmart moms. And Walmart moms don't care about this. Now, Walmart moms, according to this story, are a very important voting block. They are of a certain age. They are of a certain income level. They have a certain number of kids, and there are a lot of them. And they don't care. Only 11% of them, I think, is going to care about this. They all care about the economy. And so the story from ABC is how none of this Obama stuff on bin Laden is going to penetrate and get through to them because they don't care. They say he's blowing it, but it's all he's got to hang his hat on because he can't run around and convince these Walmart moms that the economy is going to get better if we just keep doing what we're doing. They know it isn't. So Obama's out there. Basically, he is trying folks, to call himself or have us think of him as a hero for doing something that if Bush or Cheney had done, Obama probably would have called them war criminals. That's another real irony. If Bush and Cheney had found Osama bin Laden, and he was exactly where he was, and they sent the SEALs in there, and they got him exactly the way they did, and then there were no pictures 
and then bin Laden was buried at sea. And there's no real evidence other than we got to take everybody's word for it. Obama and Pelosi and Harry Reid and Hillary Clinton and a whole bunch of them would be accusing Bush and Cheney of lying for political purposes. They didn't even get bin Laden. Where's the proof? And they would accuse him, if it did happen, of being war criminals. The ironies here are multiple and frequent. To give the go-ahead to take out an unsuspecting terrorist with the best SEAL team America has. That's what Obama wants the credit for. And he wasn't even the man in charge of the actual operation. That was a guy named McRaven. We had the details of that story for you yesterday. But Obama can't help it. He's a narcissist. World revolves around him, as you know. And so he has to put the spotlight on himself. Which is wrong in its own. This is like a guy who gives money to charity only for the press release that accompanies it and maybe gets his name on the medical building that they name after him for giving them money. The guy that does everything for public consumption, does everything for public notice, for public approval, not because of the genuineness of the act. Remember, my friends, it was a few years ago, 2008. One week prior to the election, Charlie Rose and Tom Brokaw spent an entire show telling each other how they didn't know who the guy they couldn't wait to be president was. You know anything about him? I don't know what books he's read. I don't know who his mentors are. It's a good question. It's an important question. And who are the people in his inner circle? Well, we don't know, Charlie. It was an hour of we don't know who Obama is, but boy, it's going to be historical if we elect him. Well, now we know who Barack Obama is. Insecure is... um, at least one thing. Some people on the left say that Obama's likable. Cool. I've always thought he was cold. And I, Al Rushbaum, on record saying that early on. Yeah, Obama be running around saying, Osama wasn't Mirandized. You sent you sent the SEALs in there and he didn't even read his rights? That's what they'd be doing. So Occupy Wall Street would be doing. I see desperation here. Sad desperation with unlimited funds and enablers doing everything they can to make him feel good about himself. That's what's going on here. And I'll tell you, folks, you know this as well as I do. Needy and selfish are not attractive features. Needy and selfish. I don't know about you. Needy, selfish, and complaining are off-putting to me. I don't know how to. I, I don't know how to deal with it. I really. People complain, and Obama's always complaining. What Bush left him, the mess that was worse than anybody knew. Whatever it is, I don't know how to deal with people who complain. I don't know what to say to them. I don't know whether to be sympathetic because that doesn't accomplish anything. I don't know what to do when people start whining and moaning and complaining about stuff because it never gets anything done. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to deal with it. Needy, selfish, whining, complaining, not attractive. 
And when they are being traits exhibited by people in positions of responsibility, it's not attractive. So, you know, the old adage, when your opponent is in the process of destroying himself, you get out of the way and let it happen. It's an old adage here on talk radio. The caller's making a fool of himself. Get out of the way. Let it happen. Well, there's another version. When your opponent is drowning, throw him an anvil. I kind of like that one. Your opponent is drowning, throw him an anvil. Weren't we told that we needed to close down Club Gitmo because it was a recruitment tool for the terrorists? That's right. And who was it that told us that? Why? None other than Senator Barack Obama and presidential candidate Barack Obama. So we had to shut down Club Gitmo. Were we told that using enhanced interrogation is a recruitment tool for the terrorists? And that's what we were doing. And, of course, that means we were helping terrorists recruit members. Were we told we had to bury Osama bin Laden at sea because his grave might be used as a recruiting tool for terrorists so we couldn't allow him to be martyred in that way? And weren't we told, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, the government could not release the photos of the body of Osama bin Laden because the photos would be used as a recruiting tool for terrorists? Yeah, we were told, just like the liberals, in every instance of a crime, if we go after the perpetrator, it's going to make the perpetrator and his friends even madder. We don't want to do that. So we we don't want to don't want to celebrate victory over these guys. Don't want to put them a club getting all just going to make them madder, make them more committed. They're going to recruit more terrorists, right? Well, isn't Obama's campaign ad where he brags about killing Osama? A recruiting tool for terrorists? Using his own definition? Isn't his endless crowing about killing bin Laden a recruiting tool? Isn't dancing on bin Laden's grave and beating his chest and going, ah, like Tarzan did, a recruiting tool? So are, are some recruiting tools for terrorists worse than others? Is there a way we can learn to figure this out? Let's go to the audio sound bites. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is yesterday afternoon at the White House, Obama, the Japanese prime minister, with a joint press conference. And there was a, uh, a question from the Chicago Tribune, Washington Bureau Chief Christy Parsons. Here's the question. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the killing of bin Laden. I'm wondering if you would share some thoughts on that anniversary. And I also wanted to mention that your likely opponent said anybody would have made that call, even Jimmy Carter. So I am curious, what would you say about that? And Mr. Prime Minister, I wonder if you could reflect from an international perspective. If the U.S. is playing it right in marking this anniversary, if you might advise against excessives. Now, does somebody want to try to tell me that that's not a setup? Somebody want to tell me that's not a planted question? What are we just lost satellite on 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 DVR one? That means I probably had fourteen power failures at home just in the last ten minutes. Got rugged weather out there. We've got forty-five mile an hour sustained winds out there on the beach. 
After the second power failure last night, I found out that Florida Power and Light was out trying to get branches off of power lines. I initially blamed them, but then it kept happening long after they left. So it couldn't have been them. Anyway, here's here's Obama answering that setup, planted question. Listen to this. I hardly think that you've seen any excessive celebration taking place here. As far as uh, my personal role and what other folks would do, I'd just recommend that everybody take a look at people's previous statements in terms of whether they thought it was appropriate to go into Pakistan and take out bin Laden. I said that I'd go after bin Laden if we had a clear shot at him, and I did. If there are others who have said one thing and now suggest they do something else, then uh, I'd go ahead and let them explain it. Pakistan. You know, this this is such an obvious attempt here to take what Romney said out of context. It was during a Republican debate, I believe. And what Romney essentially said was that he disagreed with the Democrats that the definition of the war on terror was whether or not we got one man, bin Laden. And the overall war on terror, the money spent, would be much better spent on the, on, on the broader conflict than throwing millions and gazillions of whatever into getting one guy. And the reason Romney said it is because Democrats like Obama since 2004... 2005, have been claiming Bush failed in the war on terror because they didn't get bin Laden. You find it interesting, a year after bin Laden is found and taken out, Obama last week announces the end of the war on terror. Snurdly did not know that. He'd been so busy screening calls he hadn't heard that. But we had clearly been told last week by the regime the war on terror was over, and the next day there was a story front page one of the newspapers about another drone strike and drone policy. Why are we still flying drones if the war on terror is over? Why is Al-Qaeda still killing people? And why is the Muslim Brotherhood here and doing what they're doing in Egypt and wanting permission to uh, have sex with their dead wives for six hours after she dies Why, if the war on terror is over? And the war on terror is over because the Democrats always defined it as Osama bin Laden being killed. This, this is infant, this is childish immaturity, that answer that Obama gave. Well, anybody just go look at the record. Take a look at people's previous statements in terms of what they thought was appropriate to go into Pakistan. It's Pakistan. It's the way Americans say it. Pakistan. Get tired of hearing Pakistan every damn day. Here's the story, and there's much more to it than was reported about the war on terror is over. It was from the National Journal last week, and here's what the story said. The war on terror is over. One senior State Department official who works on these issues told me, this is whoever wrote this piece, Now that we have killed most of Al-Qaeda, now that people have come to see legitimate means of expression. What the hell is that? That's the Arab Spring. We got a State Department official, the Arab Spring. That's a legitimate means of expression. People who once might have gone into Al-Qaeda see an opportunity for a legitimate Islamism. This is a State Department official in explaining why the war on terror was over. 
Now that we've killed most of al-Qaeda, now that people have come to see legitimate means of expression, that's the Arab Spring, people who once might have gone into al-Qaeda see an opportunity for a legitimate Islamism, which is the Muslim Brotherhood. So the war on terror is over. Got bin Laden. That's what this State Department official is saying. He's saying the Arab Spring has ended the war on terror. When he says... People who once might have gone into al-Qaeda see an opportunity for a legitimate Islamism. In other words, we have made it so that these Muslim extremists can gain power without even having to fight for it. Just join the Muslim Brotherhood. They don't have to go and join al-Qaeda now become terrorists. The Arab Spring has made it possible for Muslim extremists to gain power without even having to fight for it. That's Well, I mean, they had to do their little revolution— I had CNN's Nick Robertson out there in the square interviewing guys about how important Obama's role was. But that's it. That's that's the Obama administration. The war on terror is over. They got Obama, uh, uh, got, got Osama, and al-Qaeda's dead, and the Muslim Brotherhood is alive. And that's why it's over. But we're still going to fly some drones eh, just because we have the fuel. That's exactly right. That's the kind of people. It's no different than Al Armendariz at EPA. We're going to crucify any successful oil and gas company. That's who these—yes, Mr. Snurdly, he's aghast at the naivete and the rose-colored glasses. That's exactly who, who populate every agency, bureau— Cabinet department, that's who they are. That's the, they're nothing but idealist, utopian theorists. That's, they're people, no, this is, um, well, the State Department, is, yeah, that's right. It, it's, that's who's there, led by Mrs. Clinton. Another Walensky-ite. Now, Romney was on CBS this morning, Charlie Rose. See, here's how it works. Obama says Romney wouldn't even pull a trigger. Okay, so that becomes the narrative. Romney wouldn't pull a trigger. So now we got to go get Romney and say, why won't you pull a trigger? Not will you, but why won't you? Obama has established, we believe Obama, you wouldn't pull a trigger, you wouldn't go get Obama. Why not? It's like our parody of James Carville going on Larry King saying Ken stars from Mars. And rather say, you're an idiot. Carville, Larry King in our parody says, Ken Starr, are you really from Mars? How did you get here? So Obama says, Romney wouldn't pull a trigger. Now Charlie Rose dutifully says, why wouldn't you pull a trigger? Uh, How would you characterize that, Ed? You believe it was a politicization of the president's decision? It was unfair? Should not have been done? He has every right uh, to take credit for him having ordered that uh, that attack. At the same time, I think it was very disappointing uh, for the president to try and make this a political item by suggesting that I wouldn't have ordered such a raid. Of course I would have. Any thinking American would have ordered exactly the same thing. But, of course, you give the president the credit for the fact that he did so. No! This is what you got to stop. That's not going to get you a single vote. But, of course, we got to give the president. No, 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 no. The president got his credit a year ago. You stay on message here. You throw the anvil. <sighs> okay. 
So Charlie Rose wasn't through. Charlie Rose, well, how do you know you would have? How do you know you would have pulled the trigger? You're Mitt Romney. You have a Swiss bank account. You look like you grew up in the 50s and still live then. And your wife, ha, huh, what makes you think you'd pull? I'm making it up, but that's that's what's in his mind. What, 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 how do you know you would have pulled the trigger? What? How do you know you would have pulled the trigger? I mean, because within that room at the time of the decision, evidently people who were there say there was an argument not to do it. And it may have come from the Secretary of Defense, even the Secretary of State, but there was the only guy who didn't want to do it in that room was Biden, and he wasn't. Yeah, he was in the room. So here's Romney's answer to how do you know you would have pulled the trigger? The idea to try and politicize this is really disappointing. Let's not make the capture or killing of Osama bin Laden a politically divisive event. There are plenty of differences between President Obama and myself, but let's not make up ones based on, well, he might not have done this. <laughs> it's just, it's disappointing it's, and it's unfortunate. And I think it's taking an event that really brought America together. That was the culmination of a lot of work by a lot of people, an enormous sacrifice, and yeah. some people who put their lives very much on the line. Yeah. Let, let's not use this as a political football. And that's what the president is doing in his campaign team. I think them taking credit for the right decision right. is entirely appropriate. I right. think trying to attack me on that basis is disappointing in the wrong course. You remember the 2008 presidential campaign? There was a very prominent person who didn't think Obama would be able to pull a trigger, and that was Mrs. Clinton. Remember her 3 a.m. phone call ad? Who do you want answering the phone at 3 a.m.? We all said Hillary, so you can tell Bill how to get home. But that was a good ad. Who do you want answering the phone at 3 a.m.? And all the reports on this say the Obama, the, the, the GO decision had been in the works for two weeks that it took a little while to lobby him to to actually make the or give the order to go.